Welcome to Sitting With My Sisters. We are three friends in three different places with three different perspectives. Bringing you a podcast to share the love, light, and goodness of Jesus Christ as we go through the recent general conference talks from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm one of your hosts, Melissa Hoy, and with me are my sisters, Kristen Lawler and Jamie Zone. All right, welcome back to City with My Sisters. Happy New Year. I don't know about you guys, but it still feels like 2020 to me, even though it's a new year. It's kind of weird like that, huh? Weird. Weird how that happens. It's weird how time is. It's just kind of a weird thing. Um, but we're hoping you had a great new year. We've made it to 2021. Nothing, I think, has exploded. So we're good to go. And we're going to talk about a fantastic talk by Becky Craven of Keep the Change. But before we go that... Before we talk about her and her wonderful talk, we wanted to let you guys know of a fantastic opportunity that we had to be on another podcast with Melinda R. Morgan, who hosts a podcast called Edified Insights for LDS Women. She messaged us. She's been liking our stuff and... Um, We've gotten to know her from Instagram. Yeah, kind I, I love her podcast edified insights for LDS women because she also covers general conference talks but she also just covers a lot of just life like I don't know things and I've really enjoyed getting to know her she has a lot of guests and I've learned a lot from her podcast I've even taken notes a couple times I honestly just love her and it was funny listening to her because I felt like she had a part of each of us in her story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like all three of us mashed into one person is her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like way cooler. Yes. Way cooler, way more experience, better insights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, so she, she's amazing. She, in her podcast, she actually also goes over conference socks and has different insights and different perspectives that are so fascinating. So there, I've listened to a couple of her podcasts where something that we've gone over too and gotten something completely different out of it. And so it's really cool to see someone else in their testimony, but on January 3rd. So if you're listening to our podcast today, it has been posted yesterday and it's on eyes to see by Michelle D Craig. So please go and check it out. Listen to it, go over to her Instagram page, like her, follow her, She's someone that will definitely inspire and edify your life as much as she's inspired us. Yes. And we will have her tag and the episode up on our Instagram as well. Absolutely. So give her a follow and subscribe to her podcast and ours. Yeah. Now on to, not on to us, on to our show. So keep the change. I really loved this talk because of a couple of reasons. She did a lot of, personal connections. I mean, even just right away, she talked about just going to the grocery store on how, what happens when you go to the grocery store and you give someone the cashier money and you give them more than the item is worth and she gives it back to you so you have change. And she kind of talks about how that the savior has brought in us this, such an amazing redemption for our sins that as he's been able to pay our debt, we are on the flip side, really grateful. So we start showing our gratitude, living the commandments. And then in turn, he starts blessing us even more. So it's like this 
constant, always indebted to him, per se. Can I say, this didn't sit well with me. And I don't know if it's because I don't like being in debt to people. <laughs> but I wish there was a more positive way of looking at this. Because just that line, he immediately blesses us, leaving us always in his debt. And reading that, it just made me feel like I'll never be good enough. I'll never be able to repay what he's done for me. And I understand that the atonement is the greatest gift that we've ever been given. And I don't comprehend it fully, but I wish there was just a more positive way of letting us know we're blessed with this gift without making us feel like we're in debt. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same way because I also, I, oh, I cannot stand if I owe somebody something. I'm just like, I just want to clear it as soon as I can. And so when she first said the story, I was like, oh no, where is she going with this? I actually do really love, enjoy her talk. And I love the idea of change and, and changing to be like Christ, which, you know, we're going to get into. But at first I, I kind of felt the same way. Like, I get it. I know we're always in his debt. Just let's, let's get on with it. Well, she even says, that he gives us much, much more than the value of what we can ever return to him. Which is and all I, true. It's truth. But, right. No. It's true. <laughs> but I guess my natural human mind, I want to be able to repay it. I, and it's hard to comprehend the fact that I just never can. Brad uh, Wilcox gave a, a devotional a long time ago. Um, I'll have to, to get the insight about the grace of, of God. And it really changed the way I saw the atonement and the way the atonement affects our lives. He mentioned how a little kid gets piano lessons from their, from their, um, their mom pays for their piano lessons. And in return, the mom is never asking the, the kid to ever pay back the money that he spent on the piano lessons. Um, there's never like a, a, a bill, but what he's asking, what the mom is asking him to do is to practice and to continue to be a piano player and to be able to continue to do that. And that's what he kind of showed me, showed the example of how this is what Christ did. Christ paid for our piano lessons. So that way now we are able to have the opportunity to continue to practice and practice and practice. So one day that we can be perfected in our piano playing skills. And I really like that way, the idea of thinking of not just a, hey, I need, you gave me a dollar, I need to give you a dollar back, but more of, I'm opening this door for you because I have the key for it. So that way you can be able to go and now become better. Um, so it's not a tit for tat kind of thing. And so I just, I just love that idea. And I think because I, I listened to that a long time ago, it's always stuck in my head, listening to her idea of this, he wants me to change. He wants me to be better. He doesn't want me to take on someone else's sins or to take on his sins at all. He wants me to progress and that's the purpose of his life. Um, and so it's set a little bit lighter for me personally, um, but I really, really just like connected to that as far as um, like his Brad Wilcox talk came immediately to my, to my mind. I like that too. He's Thank you. Thank you for making it more positive. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Anyway, so she talks about how we can, we can give change. That, that's, that's 
that's what the Lord wants us. He Lord wants us to keep the change. And I kind of like that even too, because you think about just the times when you're at the store or whatnot, and you get a couple, you know, a couple, um, a couple cents back, you're like, oh, keep the change. Or, you know, you just kind of, you hear that phrase every now and then. Um, and so it's something that I really like. I love having things to remind me of something. So the keep the change phrase is something that when I'm out there, um, I don't, don't want to say like I overpay all the time. I tell people to keep the change, but I, that I can remember that idea of remembering the Lord and remembering um, remembering what He's asking me to do um, in our life. So, I, so I really like just having that as something I keep in my mind. Actually, on our way back from California for the holidays, I went to go grab a soda at a gas station, and I. Um, as I walked up to the cashier, I was like, oh, can I get this with you? And she goes, oh, is that, is that all you want? And I go, yeah. And she goes, oh, well, happy holidays. And I was on cloud nine. Like even now it still makes me feel good that she just gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And so I like that too, the keeping, thinking about keep the change in that aspect. Because it, it does make you feel good and it does make you feel e- on either side of it, whether you're the one saying it or the one that's receiving it is very positive. Well, now I feel bad when they ask me to donate my change to the charity <laughs> that's on their countertop. And I selfishly am like, no, I want my 20 cents. <laughs> well, it's different when you're a whole other conversation about uh, nonprofits and how much a <laughs> non profit. I just need to keep the motto. Yes, you can keep my change. I'm giving it to you. You're not asking me for it. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so he, so he goes on to talk talk about um, King Benjamin on how his speech on how he talked about how it changed his testimony and his prophecies that he was giving to, to his people changed them. They were so brought um, to change that they wanted. And, and I, I don't know if I thought of this because my kids were screaming in the background, but they, they brought mighty change that they had no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. I'm like, how can I get that spirit from King Benjamin to my children to no more do evil, but do good. Uh, but they were compelled to action. And I don't know if that's just been something that's been really weighing on me about action, but I'm all about action. And I, and I want to, there's, the only way you can change is to make action come forth with it. I like this too. It made me think about my, um, about like my goals for next year and what I want to accomplish. Cause it also says that the scriptures do not say that they immediately became perfect. It, they just wanted to. And I always think about, like, I try and set different goals for myself and try to change different things. So I felt like it was good timing with it being the start of a new year, that this just happens to be the talk that we'd be on. Yeah. No, I thought it was so perfect for this. Just think about the things, you know, everybody always makes their goals they have for the new year. And what are we going to do to be better? But I do like how he quotes President Iring, which... It gives me a little bit of peace too. And he talks about how true conversion depends on seeking freely in faith with great effort and some pain. We were talking a little bit earlier um, before our podcast about how we, you know, we've all been working out and we've already started our new year goal of getting in shape again early. 
And I did this workout on Monday and my legs are, are so sore from the strength training workout. And I run on a pretty regular basis. I run X amount of miles. And what was so cool about it was that I know that I just be able to build muscles that are going to help me now for, for my runs. Now in life, when we're trying to make these changes, when there's pain comes around, I don't think, I'm not excited about the pain that I'm going through at all. And so when I read that and I thought about the pain that I felt right now and how excited I am to feel sore about some muscles in my, in my legs, because I know that they're going to help me later on in a run that I'll have later on down the road, on a road, that, um, that I, I hope that I can have a better attitude that the pain that I feel through certain circumstances right now is going to help me change and be better for the future. I liked that she mentions this as well, because being on a faith journey, faith crisis, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> um, I have, you know, there's been immense pain with it. And I sometimes I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. And so it's nice to see that with true conversion, it entails effort and pain. So I'm, I think on my way to being converted to something, right? I got the pain part down. Well, sure. I mean, if you also, if you have the pain part, it means you also put effort into it too. That's so, right. So Thank that's, you. Yeah. You're doing something. We're not sure where you're going, but you're doing something. Right. Yes. <laughs> so the next part of that aspect of changing is the repentance part of it. Um, and I, <laughs> I related so it's so funny that you guys thought the first one really brought you kind of didn't know how to think about it. This part here, I'm, I'm kind of glad that she said it because that's how I feel so many times where she, she relates on how she's walking on, she visualizes her walking on the path and she makes a mistake and all of a sudden it's like the shoots and ladders game and she's just kind of slid down and come down. I feel like that all the time. I feel like I strive so hard to try to be somewhat of a good person, make good choices and then something happens and I'm now I'm like 10 steps back, you know, or gone to jail if, if, if I'm, you know, playing Monopoly or whatever it may be. And so I really, I really liked what she said about what, and, and I can tell that she's had a discovery of understanding the atonement better and Jesus Christ better. So that way she could have more hope in the journey and not feel discouraged by the, by the hiccups of it. Yeah, that was a great analogy. I think everyone can relate to it. I know every other day when I think I've taken a step forward in my faith journey, I have found that I have taken two steps back. <laughs> and it feels like I am starting from square one all over again. But I have to remind myself that there are things I used to be ashamed of that I wouldn't open up about that I've now been able to open about and share. And I've been able to, you know, research and pray about things. And so there is progression. I just can't see it. I, it just feels like I'm going down a slide, which I love slides, by the way, if they are water slides. <laughs> You're having fun with it. This is true. If you ever vacation with Jamie somewhere, so I'm, only yes. stay at I'm a hotel fun. if there's a water slide. Yeah. Yes. True I love story. water slides that much. So I was picturing the chutes and ladders and I was thinking to myself, well, if it's a water slide, I'm probably enjoying going back down again and then going back up. She also talks too just about the 
pattern for change and how Christ has modeled it for us, which is to exercise faith in him, which brings repentance. Um, and that makes us want to turn our hearts towards him, which gives us a greater desire to live our covenants and it invites the Lord to change us. And it's just kind of a continuous cycle. And she says, um, I now understand that I am not starting over with each failed attempt, but that with each try, I'm continuing my process of change. So sometimes it's just trial and error. And I mean, it's like parenting, like that didn't work. So I have to figure out something else or another way to get the end result that I want. Yeah, this definitely section made me really want to understand the atonement better and wanted to be able to strive to understand Christ and be able to, to know that we are in a continued process of change. We are, uh, and this is what our purpose was. I actually started listening to the book Infinite Atonement by Tad Callister. And it was so, I'm only on the first couple of chapters, but it's a really very enriching book. And something that he said that when he compared the atonement to, and as the basis of our religion to other religions that are out there, that the atonement was the, the main event for our religion it was needed it was it was everything centered around it all the prophets were looking forward and now we continue to look towards it as our as our hope and he's like if you look at you know the muslim religion or buddhist religion they don't have that one single thing that everything ties it back to they have different beliefs and different teaches but if you take away all those things there's nothing that ties it all back to which made the atonement stand even more significant um for for me to understand better because it's it's something that ties everything it's the center of all of all of the the beams if that if that makes sense so anywho it was just something that i thought of as i was pondering this and reading that book or listening to that book today the next section i think is probably my favorite section from her talk um and it's just talking about being intentional about seeking change. And then she also says her, your daily choices either help or hinder your progress, small, but steady, deliberate changes will help us improve. And that has kind of just been one of my own personal lessons I've learned this year about how, um, like the, what, why can't I think of the phrase? I'm tired. That's why. But it's like the um, changes in your daily routine. And I'm like, that's where it works. So I keep, kept trying to think, well, what do I need to do? I kind of do everything, but I don't, I kind of have, have it split into days. Like I read my scriptures Sunday and Monday. I listen to a podcast on Tuesday, definitely by Wednesday. Like I try and split it up that way instead of just doing a little bit each day. So I have since changed my miracle morning routine and today was the first day I did it and it actually felt really great and I'm excited to do it again tomorrow to be more intentional in becoming more like Christ and who I want to be and how I want my life to be so I like that just you know small and steady small progress is still progress it is it definitely is well, I love what goes that we're trying to make all this different progress. We're trying to do little things, whether it's by reading or by, by our morning routine or, or things like that. But the biggest thing that we also have with us is we do have support and help. And I love in this next section where she talks about how that there are different ways that we can get help. Um, we can get help by the, 
the Holy Ghost to be able to give us um, support and guidance and to help us make these change. And then we also have the support and encouragement that we find from um, from fasting, prayer, priesthood blessings, going to the temple, all these different things that will help us. And But we also have it with trusted family members, leaders, and friends. And she shared a story about when, her growing up that I just loved so much. She talks about how when she was eight years old and that when her older brother Lee, they were climbing up a tree, that's what they usually do. Well, he had broken his arm because he fell out of the tree. And so instead of him missing out on continually um, climbing this tree like they do, I'm assuming during the summertime or whenever, they, with all their friends, kind of hoisted him up and pulled on his good arm and, and got him up there. They said without too much effort, and he was back in the tree. And I love that how he, she says, his arm was still broken, but he was with us again, enjoying our friendship as he healed. And I just love that image of, of how much I've relied on my friends to, to pull me up and lift me up so that way I can still feel the spirit and feel the love of the Lord and be healed through, through, my, through the friendships that I, that I have. I was sitting next to Melissa on the couch during this talk and I looked at her and said, I'm the brother that fell out of the tree, huh? And you and Kristen are constantly trying to pull me up. And she's like, no, well, yeah, yeah. And I think I said, thank, uh, thank you. Thank you for trying to pull me up. <laughs> but we all fall. There's all stuff. There's been things in that I've had a hard time understanding at like in life and whether it's part of our church or something else that you guys have helped me through. It's not just like all of us have fallen and we've all needed people to help. And there's been so many small moments where somebody didn't even know that they were pulling me up when they did it. And, and, and or maybe I didn't realize that that's what I needed when it happened. Yeah, I, yeah, there's, and I think through this, as we come closer to the spirit, we can be able to be um, that light for others and be able to help those and, and God definitely knows what he's doing by placing, placing the right people in our lives to, to heal, to heal us, you know, and, and I think it's kind of cool. You just, just recently I ran into experience where I was, I ran into a friend where she was had burdens on her shoulder. I had burdens on my shoulder and we kind of like switched each other's burdens. And I, I think it was a really cool example for me to realize that even though I'm, I feel burdensome right now and, and weary and worn out, I can still help somebody <laughs> even though I, I feel very um, um, broken. Um, and I think that's what the Lord just does for us. He knows the right people to put in as we rely on him. So she ends up by just um, kind of, she has a couple different things that she, she says that I really, really like. She talks about how um, that when she runs into people and they say, oh, you haven't changed at all. It kind of helps cringe a little bit. And how many times do we have that where we, we see someone we haven't seen in a while, especially right now, actually, since we've been banned from seeing people, you know, you, you hope that they see and they're like, wow, you look so great that, that. COVID-15 pounds doesn't look that bad on you. Um, and I like how she says, like, I hope I have, I, 
I've changed over the years. A little kinder, less judgmental, more compassionate. We should, we should always be a little bit better. It reminds me of President Hinklish. He, he used to always say, we should be a little bit better, stand a little bit taller. And I love that. Just a little bit. We should always be progressing forward. Uh, this happened to me um, after I had my second child. And I went to my cousin's like middle school graduation or something. And a girl from my sorority worked at the school and saw me. And this was when I was in, when I was in school, I was in a sorority. I was wild. I had a very crazy and colorful college experience. And she looked at me and she just could not get over how much I had changed. And she's like, I just, I can't believe like, this is how you are now. I would have never expected you to be like this mom with all these kids and a, um, a van. And she just like, she brought up several times in our like very short conversation about how much I had changed. It was all wonderful things. And she, she didn't mean it mean, but she was just shocked that like, I could come so far. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never forget how it made me feel because it did make me, you know, proud of who I was becoming. You have come a long way, even in a couple of years I've known you. Oh man, thank you. Brighter and brighter. Thank goodness. And the last little thing that you she know what has not changed? Huh. The shape of my body, as we all learned last week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you look good, why do you need to change it, though? So. <laughs> You're a good friend. You're a good friend, Melissa. <laughs> but the last little part was, like, another one that I really liked um, about, she kind of mentioned about how she was hiking and how she had a little um, rock in her shoe. And eventually she stopped and shook it out. And she says, that I just, I can't believe how long I hiked with that pain in my shoe just without, you know, just stopping it and just getting rid of it. Um, and again, I mean, how, I know there's, there's definitely been times where I've, you know, gone for a run or gone for whatever, and there's some kind of discomfort or whatnot. I can definitely relate to that. And how many things have I done or do now that are just poor habits or poor thought patterns or poor things that I just carry them with me and I let them irritate me and hurt me in pain instead of just working on shaking them out and trying to change my, change my attitude or change my behavior. Um, and I just, again, I love that analogy that I can take with me um, when I get a rock in my, my shoe one of these days. And so, but that was her talk. And she ends just by testifying of how much that Christ will help us change, that we can adjust our habits, alter our thoughts, and refine our character to become more like him. And with his help, we can keep the change. I like this talk. I was very fond of it. I'm hoping to make big changes in my life and it was it was nice motivation to have um with her thoughts so so anyway it's a new year and we still got quotes we haven't changed that so we're gonna start off oh i think i'm first um so mine's at the very beginning where she says we can give him change we can give him our change it may be a change of thought a change in habit or a change in the direction we are headed i'm hoping that i can give one change of thought or one change in my life this next year just so that way I can continue to progress and make the Lord pleased. Uh, Jamie, you are up. Awesome. 
Mine is that as I began to understand the doctrine of Christ and how to apply it daily in my life, I found hope. And I just like that because it talked about hope. Um, that's what I hang on to these days. And I am trying my best to fully understand the doctrine of Christ and how to apply it in my daily life. Good one. Mine is um, enduring to the end means changing to the end. And I just feel like that really rings true in so many different aspects of our lives that we have to be willing to be flexible and to grow if we're ever going to make it. All right. Well, thanks so much for sitting with us and listening to our rants. I'm just kidding. Our thoughts and inspirations. Please share us how you feel. What things have helped you understanding by understanding Christ help you change or what things have you seen yourself change and you've seen the better come out of it. Um, share it with us on our Instagram page, like our posts, share it to your friends. Um, if you get a chance, please send us a review on our, on our podcast and share it with friends. So that way we can have more of you listen to, um, listen to we can all listen to each other and listen to our testimonies and grow more with christ so and we'll see you next time on sitting with my sisters adios bye